once again. Did you miss us? Back for the second time. The latest episode of the Culture Academy podcast. We are back once again. The Culture Academy podcast. This is episode number 21. We are back. And as always, class is in session, man. Class is definitely in session. You know, you guys sit down, um, crack open a cold one with the boys in the middle of class. You know what I mean? Light um, up in the middle of class. It's all love. <laughs> Yo, that shit bothers me that this crack open a cold one with the boys is like such a big thing now. I mean, like I tell you, man, like, the son, stupidest crack- shit can get popping. That's what I'm saying. Like, we've been cracking open cold one with the boys for years. For years. You know? yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> y'all <laughs> new to crack this? crack a cold one. But you know, you want to know why. I'll tell you why. Why is that? Just, just to jump straight into it is uh, they're trying to demasculate people so much that these guys are out there sipping the martinis with the Bro, little olives in it. So now the they ruffles. realize what cracking open the cold one is and they got to roll with it. Yeah, man. The demasculization has to stop. My favorite commercial is always that 1800 tequila. You remember that? When the dude shows up to the bar and the dude on the left is drinking the little margarita with the olive and he looks at him with the straight shot of the tequila. Word, word. He just uh, puts his head down old and orders from, another and, one. And this is the one with old boy from uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, uh, Jake, uh, was it Ray Liotta? Yeah. Yeah, Ray Liotta. Hilarious. Yeah, man. So we, we, we unfortunately are not cracking open the cold with the boys. This is probably going to be the first 100% sober podcast we've ever done. I think you're, I think you're right about that. Yeah, man. We're making history. You know, 20, episode 21, we want to make history with you guys. So here we are. I'll make sure episode 22, I'm back to, I'm back to not be. <laughs> episode 22, we're going to crack open the cold with the boys, but it's no <laughs> longer cool again. All right? Word. All right, man. So just like I said, we back, we are back in class. Um, episode 21. Um, there's a bunch of things happening in this universe that just don't make sense right now. I'm not sure which one you want to go into. We got a few things to to go over and chat about today. Um, I'm actually going to let you choose where you want to jump into first because there's a few. You want to get this NBA talk out the way? You want to talk about Mr. Tentacion? <laughs> you know what I mean? You want- nah, I want to talk about I want to talk about artists not being safe at their shows first, <laughs> and then we can go ahead and get into that finals talk. All right, Ben. Now let, let's let's just jump into this one with the uh okay, just to give you guys some information about this. I'm pretty sure you've seen the video that's floated all over the internet. Everywhere. And of course you've probably seen the edited versions when they do jokes with it, especially the Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> the Grand Theft Auto wasted. No, but, those uh, are the, <laughs> the most hilarious ones. But uh yeah, let's jump into it. So um XXX Tentacion. I believe that's how you pronounce it. That's how we're going to say it today, since you get Molly Wap at your own shows. Yeah, there you go. I think that is really how you pronounce his name, but I don't follow these weird name rappers. So I believe his name is XSX Tentacion, but whatever the case is, we'll call him Triple X. So he, let's let's give some backstory for who he is, if you guys aren't aware. He's a rapper. I believe he is based out of Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which part of Florida. However, he came to fame recently. Like he's has a, He has a cult following, kind of like a, Kind of like a tech nine, but not at that level. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like he has a whole bunch of people that follow for him and do crazy shit for him. You got some he writers. Had, right. He had came out of jail from I understand for robbery charges like less than two months ago. Like, this is where he's at already. Yeah, in March. Wow. So he came out for the robbery charges. Now, if people are not aware, he really he really became known to the general public, like regular people, just because there was a record that Drake did. I'm not positive on the record, but this uh Xxxtentacion. He had accused Drake of stealing his flow, and which isn't the first record. time not that Aubrey's been accused of stealing. Right. So, do I think that that was the case? I mean, we never know. I would probably say yeah, because just like you said, Drake for the first he's been accused plenty of times for stealing flows, stealing flows, stealing whole melodies, yeah, stealing straight hooks, and he steals songs from his own artists. You know what I mean? <laughs> He'll take an art. Uh, he'll have party next door, write a record, and be like, "Yeah, that's mine." Yeah, right? that's mine. There you go. So, and I want the publishing. You get no credit on this. Exactly. So he came to fame really for that. So he, everybody, you know, was talking about Drake stealing his flow. So he really boiled up over did, that. Did he initially? Uh, did he put a lawsuit, or did he try to sue him? That part I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I didn't follow it that closely, but um, I don't know what originally happened with that. But the only thing I do know is Drake. Never really paid it any mind aside from recently for what happened. Of course. So let's just jump right into it. Now, I want to jump before we even jump into this situation. I want to take it back because this is news to you. You just found out we were talking about it today. But right. uh, the, today's June 9th when we're recording this. Probably last week or a week before, or prior, like a week and a half ago, uh, he's been on tour. Right. So he's been on tour. He's been on tour with another artist by the name of Wi-Fi's Funeral. 
Stupid ass names. <laughs> God damn. Stupid ass names. So Wi-Fi's funeral is a part of his um like I said, Wi-Fi's funeral is a part of his crew. They're on tour right now. Well, Wi-Fi's funeral decides, hey, it's gonna be a great idea for me to stage die to crowd surf. Now This seems to be all the rave again now. Right. Now crowd surfing is more common in rock and roll. It was never a hip hop thing, really. Never a hip hop thing. The only person I can kind of remember off the top of my head who used to do it was Method Man. But uh, when you that was a, a whole different type of show, though. It was, and if you're at a Method Man show, you're gonna let Method Man crowd surf, damn it. Absolutely, you know it's the fucking meth. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So basically, jumps into the crowd, crowd surfing. Now, if you guys didn't think that was already not a bad idea, <laughs> as soon as he jumps into the crowd, <laughs> you guys have to see this video. You know what? We're gonna post these videos on the. We have to post. These we gotta post this. We gotta page. post it. But you guys have to see these videos. But just to kind of. Tell you what happened is he jumps into the crowd. The crowd basically spreads across. Like they, you know, they let him drop. They don't. They drop his ass. They drop. Actually, from what I saw in the video, they pulled his ass down. Like they wanted to give him the business. Yeah, they pulled him down and started whooping his ass. You would have thought that you was at a goddamn (laughs) Kurt Franklin concert the way they was stomping that boy in. Yeah, they was stomping his gut. They was beating his ass. So they let him crowd surf and. Suddenly just decided to be his ass. And then what happens that's even worse about it is at some point he gets knocked out. Cold. And they drag him back onto the stage. So they crowd her surf him onto the stage. They crowd surf his out. ass back onto the stage. <laughs> if that's not adding insult to injury or basically saying, like you said, what was the Eminem line you said? What's going on with these guys? Oh, yeah. This is what's happening. Eminem bought a ticket to your show just to come and just whoop, to your come and whoop your ass. That's what's happening to their whole crew, apparently. And, and what I'm noticing is. Cause I caught the I caught the uh, the uh, the triple X gentleman on IG, and he's basically now at every stop, people are threatening to show up and beat his ass. Yes, could you imagine? Yes, <laughs> this is the Kick Ass tour. Cancel the tour, and the tour's I think the tour's called Revenge too. Yeah, like the, yeah, you're gonna need a lot of revenge after you're gonna that. Need a lot more security because yeah, a lot more security going after that. But uh, so as soon as that happens, they bring him back on stage. So. Of course, Mr. Extentacion. I got to say Spanish like every single time. Hey, man, it sounds a lot cooler that way. There you go. Um, he He's challenging the crowd. Like, yeah, whoever whoever did this, you know, come up, step up. I'm going to whoop your ass this time. He actually challenged the crowd when y- at, at Wi-Fi's funeral. So <laughs> Literally wi- at his funeral. <laughs> so when Wi-Fi's this funeral is, happened. So this is after the crowd done mopped them up. After and they the done crowd surfed them back on They the crowd stage. surfed them back on the stage. And he was straight. That's, I want to stop right here and say, look. That tells me how dumb some hip-hop artists are. Okay, speak on that, man. You're going to challenge a crowd. It's only like maybe at the most 10 to 15 of your boys. <laughs> you cannot be that stupid to challenge. You got, just like you said, maybe 10 of, 10 of your boys against probably like 500 people. Yeah, the ch- odds are not in your favor <laughs> at all. Yeah, at some point you got to put the thug image down and just be like, all right, this ain't for me. Let's just go backstage. He's going backstage, yo. Show's over. Show's over. Exactly. And I'm getting paid because you yeah, guys did paid. this. So, <laughs> of course, just like we said, the whole Wi-Fi's funeral situation happened. Now, bring it on to this week. Fast forward. Fast forward. X is at a show. I'm going to call him XX, Triple X, because he's not DMX. So, Triple X is at a show. He's singing on a stage. Look, from what I gather, one of his songs are a ballad. I heard a lot of his music. They, they seem more, you know, kind of like Drake. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late kind of style. Okay, I got that you. Same exact bop that everybody I got does. You. Okay. But uh, this song, it seemed like he was singing. Yeah, he's like he was really in tune with his uh, inner Drake. Exactly. So he's on the microphone and he's just singing, minding his own business. Eyes closed. Eyes closed. Like he's really into it. And then the RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> the RKO from hell, bro. <laughs> My boy comes from the right to his right side and just hits him with a running punch. It was that, just a one it was a one piece. It was a one piece that had some extra NyQuil in it because he <sighs> went rockabye baby. That's a fact. So slid across the stage and all. <laughs> slid across the stage. What the hell was on the stage? And mind you, by the t- I first of all, I don't know how you get on the stage like that without security scooping you up. Bro, that, that dude looked like he like he belonged on stage. And then you make it even worse is that he hits him, slides across the stage. He drops cold. The dude jumps on top of him. Giving him the business some more. Giving him the business some more. And then security finally decides to jump in. So, of course, after the show, Mr. X, X, Triple X is saying that um, 
they jumped. Uh, they, he he has the people that have it out for him, and they're jumping him. All right, cool. So my thing is, cancel the rest of the tour, homie. <laughs> it's over. Shut down the tour, yo. I know you need the money, but you know, shut down the tour before you get a glass jaw. I know you fresh. I know you fresh out, but I don't know how many more uh, punches to the jaw your mouth can take like that. Man, I'm surprised you have to go see the dentist after that. Yo, so how do you feel about it? Like when you saw the video at first, like when I saw the footage, I thought it was unreal. I thought it was like a joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? A video that somebody had pieced together. But then, as I kept seeing it all over my feed, I realized that, oh, shit, this is not a joke. They really get, they really beating up rappers at their own fucking shows. Um, so I want to know, is that more of a testament to, what does that say about the fan that I don't like you so much that I'm literally going to pay my hard-earned dollars to see if we can fuck you up? That tells you that, tells you, that you got a lot of people, a lot of more enemies probably than you do fans. Do you think this is... Do you think this is um, a trend or do you think that this is just conducive to these couple of artists? I think I know there's some other artists that fans would probably love to kick their ass. Yeah, I think it's just these artists, like to be honest, because if you happen to your boy and then it happened to you, I don't think it's a trend. The, like, Drake's, the, the Drake's in the Goonies, man, is that what happened? Yo, and that's another part of it. Oh, <laughs> so, for real? <laughs> well, I don't know anything about Drake sending nobody. Um so I don't know anything about that, but I do know that Drake had like the somebody posted a video of ex- him getting knocked out, and it was one of those joke videos on them cloud videos, and Drake liked the comment. So being the king of petty, he's gonna go ahead and just like the comment of somebody getting knocked out who happens to be one of your rivals. So I just I really don't I just think it's just like you said I think it's because of those two artists, but then that goes back to it like he he put out a statement saying he's not gonna increase security. Yep, he said he's not going to do it. So you're just inviting trouble. <laughs> you're inviting more people to come, you know, and give you that RKO from hell, bro. What's the deal with these rappers, man? Like, what? What? Why the security? See, this is my problem, man. Is maybe back in the 90s, early 2000s, when hip-hop was all this hardcore gangster shit, maybe that was cool then. But nowadays, most of these people who are actually famous rappers, they're not hard rappers. They're not no, they're hardcore, not hardcore rappers. rappers. So what's the issue with getting extra security? It's not like you back in the days and yeah, you got to like rap. Had, just like I had no issue with Aubrey when they were trying to get Aubrey to come out from behind the gate with 50 MMG niggas back. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, man. It don't, it don't make absolutely no sense. So I I just think it's just like it is. It is to him. And that happened in San Diego. I know he's, his next few shows, I believe he's going to be in Miami. If it happens again, if and again. It can't happen on your home. Yeah. Place, bro. It already happened to two people who you're on tour with, which is you and Wi-Fi. So if it happens to somebody else, man, you might have to think about just shutting down the tour. Yeah, I would definitely want to think about. I would definitely have to think about it for my own personal safety. But um, but my thing is though, do you think that this would be? But we wouldn't see this with art with early thousand ninety artists. You wouldn't see, you know, you know, even somebody like the likes of Fab. You wouldn't. You wouldn't see Fab getting his ass whooped at a show. You wouldn't see. None of the, the locks getting their ass whooped at a show. And these guys were going to shows, heavy hip-hop shows, where every other motherfucker in the crowd had a gun. A yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. I just see it as, damn, man. They really RKO'd that man at his own show, bro. I feel so bad. Well, actually, no, I don't feel bad. Because especially if you're going to go ahead and um hit into the next one, which is if, you, if you're going to sit here and say that you don't want to increase security, I don't feel bad. I hope nothing violent comes of it because I heard there was a stabbing at that show too. Apparently, good grief! I, I heard. There, I hope there's nothing violent. Like I hope no, none of these artists or anybody else gets stabbed, shot, or anything like that. But you might need to be put asleep again if you don't want to increase. Your I mean, security. you just want to be smart about it, man. You can't secure the bag if niggas is knocking you out and taking the bag. And which, which, and that looks bad for him too. Like that's my whole issue. Like, which promoter is going to want to book you if they know you're going to have drama with it? I mean, well, shit. A lot of promoters might book you because at the end of the day, they know that they that. <laughs> They're going to get full money for half the show. <laughs> so shit, his phone might be blowing up now. It's a hustle. So, yeah, man. I, I mean, it, it is what it is. I don't really, I don't fuck with these guys, these rappers on a personal level because they're just not my cup of tea when it comes to I agree. Their, their type of rhyming. But you you just got to be smarter than that. And my problem with what Drake is doing right now is when you're liking stuff like this, you should not be promoting stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you co-signing that shit. Yeah, you co-signing. You, co-signing. you have a lot of influence. Now, it may not be a big deal because it's happening to these these guys who are not maybe the top well-known, but what happens if Drake goes on the show and somebody tries to jump on the stage and bum rush him and knock him out? Then it's going to be a whole global news issue. And oh, Drake yeah, we're going to co-sign. Do, we're going to do like four episodes if that ever happens. <laughs> yeah, you want Drake to get knocked out, man? I, I, know, I, I don't want him to get knocked out, but you know, at the end of the day, 
when um you know when you're the biggest baddest guy on the block people get tired of seeing you people get tired of seeing you win so you know at the end of the day drake you know drake gonna meet his match also let's just hope that he's you know let's just hope that it all stays on wax how long is it gonna take for that to happen we probably looking at another 12 to 24, man, because I don't see nobody that's as hungry, even though he's not putting out music, you know, maybe to our liking anymore. But as far as the drive and the hunger to really dominate this shit, don't nobody else really have it. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, we could just put a button on that. We can just close the cur- close the lights on this one, just like yeah, they close the lights on him. Yeah, that's damn. <laughs> Yo, man, that, I probably watched that video, bro, like 500 times, bro. Bro, they have so many good memes. Now they say every publicity is good publicity. So I mean, if you're getting cited by TMZ and a whole bunch of other stuff, and you're not, oh yeah, it's working. Yeah, it's obviously something's working. Um, but that's definitely not the look you want. You know what I mean? Nah, I don't want. I don't want my. We should get some shirts that say the Culture Academy. Yeah, we definitely should. But and you show, know what? And, and show this and have a picture of him, not straight, just leaning. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what the worst part? I feel like he deserved it, to be honest. And it's not for anything musical-wise. It's just when you're wearing hoodies and shorts with barefoot. Come like on, he was man. at that time. Yeah, man. You you got to come in if you barefoot with a hoodie and some shorts. Like, you can't decide if you're hot or cold. Then you're about to get cold because your body's about to be cold after he knocks you out. What part of the game is this? I, I don't I don't understand what these guys are doing. So, but apparently they have, like I said, they got a good, a huge crew uh, of weird motherfucking names. Weirdos. Shown, Wi-Fi's funeral. They got a whole crew of weirdos, but people going to these shows, so I mean, maybe that might add a little bit of lore to it. I might pay a few bucks to see somebody get knocked the fuck out. All right, man, like I said, you know, and again, I would pay some money to see somebody get knocked out, get hit with that uh, Street Fighter Balrog. Uh, you know, God straight- damn. all right so (laughs) technical difficulties but we back and yeah let's just get off get off of him man um i don't think he's that much important that important to give this guy light just to get knocked the fuck out it was funny while it lasted but it is what it is um but speaking of getting knocked out speaking of knockout punch shit speaking of bodies laying out cold the nba finals oh man Game four. It's tonight. Tonight, June 9th, is when we're recording this. So this game will be tonight. Now, I want to take it. Before we get into who we think is going to win and what the situation is with the last game, I want to remind everybody of our last podcast that we had that we really went heavy on NBA. Not the one with uh, not the one with uh, uh, Lenny. This is <laughs> the one prior to that. The one prior to that. Prior to that. So we talked about the Warriors getting Durant. Your position was the Warriors getting Durant still would not allow them to beat the Cavaliers. Right. For the simple fact that they never addressed their issue of having a big man. Correct. How do you feel about that now? I was fucking wrong. (laughs) Way wrong. (laughs) Extremely wrong. So just in case you guys don't know, which you guys should, everything's going everywhere. The Warriors are up 3-0 and they're looking at... Yeah, unless you're under a rock. Yeah, unless you're under a rock. The Warriors are up 3-0, and they're looking to send that extension knockout punch uh, <laughs> to the Cavaliers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, it's like I told you, man, anytime you add KD, you can outscore somebody. And that's sad because that tells me that the NBA is probably going to be lacking a lot more stri- uh, strategy than it used to have. Absolutely. There was a time back in the day where you had to have a dominant big man, you had to have a low post presence, and you had to have – and you also had to have a – uh. You know, defender on the wing, but seems as though nowadays the warrior uh, with the Warriors and their their uh, brand of basketball seems as though you don't need neither one of those. So things are we calling their brand of basketball? What do we call their brand of basketball? It would have to is be. It, is it? Is that really small ball? It's not. It's their brand of basketball is really similar to the Phoenix Suns played. More like run, more like a run and shoot. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of Phoenix Suns back in the days where Dan Tony but they play the D. ring with that loaded. But they play D. But they play D. That's the difference. They they actually play defense. And Clay Thompson has proven himself to probably be the standalone model for a two-way player. Like him Absolutely. and Jimmy Butler, but he's better than Jimmy Butler to me. Uh, uh, offensively and defensively. Yeah. He, so, he can guard more positions. Exactly. So they're showing, I mean, damn, man. Like, it's over this quickly? I'm going to be honest. I had it six games. and Me I too. Me too. But six I did games not the see, other way. See, I had it six games the Warriors because you know I'm a well-documented Warrior fan. Correct. 
I did not see that coming last game where Durant was just going to step into a three with 40 seconds left. You saw it coming. I did not see that coming. Durant's always pulling up off the bounce. We saw it coming. I had no idea. And then and then LeBron just not closing out. I did not see that. <laughs> uh, but to me, and I'm just going to be honest, uh, watching LeBron through these last uh, couple of games, I don't know if it's just me, even though the numbers are there, the the tenacity's not there. The the need the um the need to really feel that you have to get it done. Where's the determination? Where's the grit? Like he's out there kind of, you know, lazadaisical. Uh while Kyrie was doing his thing, he seemed very disengaged. First of all, Kyrie was hitting everything. He was hitting shots. I don't I, like you said, I don't think he took one regular shot. Yeah, I don't think he took one just regular layup. Like he's over here shooting. He's doing like four spin moves and doing an under underhand layup and then going to the bench and eating frosted flakes and it comes down and makes it. Like I don't get this shit. So Kyrie's if, unbelievable. If you're Ty Lue, what adjustments, if any adjustments, can you make at this point? I mean, you know the team like the back of your hand. Is it just a matter of you just go out there and you got to play, or can they make some sort of adjustments to maybe help the Cavs at least avoid uh, the Warriors popping champagne in their locker room again? Well, first of all, the word adjustments in Ty Lue sounds funny as shit. That is hilarious. Let's let's not pretend that Ty Lue is some great coach. You know what I mean? Like he so, walked in with great players. Like to be honest, as a Warriors fan, I'm really I'm really um, questioning Steve Kerr's coaching skills. Oh, please do explain. Because you you come into an already playoff situation with Mark Jackson's Warriors, and then you win the championship. Now the next year, well, one of the follow no the next year, the very next year, you are out on leave and Luke Walton wins 28 straight games or something along those lines. Yep. And then this year, Mike Brown takes them all the way to the championship in the playoffs undefeated and you just come back the last two days to kind of shine up the credit to pull a Pat Riley. Yeah, that's fucked up. So I really, I really questioning you Steve, Steve Kerr. You saying pulling the Pat Riley like he did in Miami. Like he did fire Stan Van Gundy, win the ship and just retire back to your Hall of Fame. Old Bay. job, yeah. You know, just pulling the Pat Riley. So I'm really questioning his... I don't know how good of a coach he is, and that's the same with Ty Lue. I don't know how good of a coach he is because anytime you have LeBron, LeBron makes average coaches look like Phil Jackson. Look at Dave Pratt. What was his name? David Blatt. I'm David, sorry. David Blatt. Exactly. David Blatt takes him to the finals. He makes him look good. They get rid of him. They give Ty Lue an extension just based off the principle that they actually won that year. Uh, it basically came down to LeBron didn't like David Blatt. Yeah, that's what it came down to. So, And he likes Ty Lue, so yep. Ty Lue's probably going to be there to stay. But, I mean, if Ty Lue has any type of basketball mind i don't know what other adjustments he can make like to be honest i personally would stop putting lebron on durant and i know it seems crazy until i hope you mean i'm I'm okay with that logic until it's the last two minutes go get go get that 35 guy LeBron. right i think they should the entire game i think they should so instead of starting jr smith i think they should start iman shumpert even though he's not as good as a defender as he was on the knicks he's still a good defender and you should have him on Durant, and you should have LeBron on Curry. Because to me, you need to stop one of the two. You can't have both. In, just I mean, but in game three, they did a good job of trapping Curry, um, you know, getting the ball out of his hands. But then you have Clay go off of 30 in the first half. Yeah. Like, you, you, can't, you can't have that. <laughs> exactly. You can't have that. But, so it's just um, too much firepower. It's just way too much firepower, man. How do you put out that many fires? I, and then the thing about the Warriors – that makes them such a freaking hard team to beat is that they like to make the extra pass. Yes. They'll pass they'll pass up on a good shot for a great one. And yes. genuinely feed off of each other. They don't care who knocks it down. So exactly. that's so it's gonna be hard. And then and then when you look at their goddamn bench, Livingston, Iguodala, who the fuck is this guy Clark coming in hitting threes? Oh, I like Ian Clark, so don't do that. I like him. I like, I like him too, but who the hell is this guy coming in <laughs> knocking down threes off the bench? Yep. And it's funny because they, Ian Clark particularly, they got him from, uh, I believe it was the New Orleans Pelicans. They got Ian Clark from, and they're making them look, they're making them look really good. So, yeah, just like you said, they got so much firepower, just like you said. And then you got somebody along the lines of JaVel McGee who just comes out Shacking the, the fool. Yeah, but uh, you got somebody like JaVel McGee who's out there balling, you know, playing. And again, JaVel McGee. He fits perfectly with the Warriors system. And I don't understand why they still go with Pachulia as a starter. Because Just I to like, get some fouls in there. Yeah, because I like Pachulia as a player, but my thing is Pachulia does not fit in today's NBA. 
What is his skill set? His skill set is defending a low post defender. He's a great low at? post defender. Where There's no guys? low post defenders in the NBA anymore. A few years ago when Pachulia was playing, you had these guys along the lines of what you still got, uh, you know, DeMarcus Cousins who's probably the last. The last of a dying breed. Yeah, the last of a dying also breed. Also Towns, but Towns can take you all the way out to the three also. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, him, him playing <laughs> you know defender what? The, makes the real, sense. The real, the real last of the Mohicans back to the player basket will probably be Zach Randolph down there in Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. That's why Memphis is not in the finals. That's why they'll never make a finals. <laughs> so, so yeah, man. You know, they, they're bringing out the swoops, man. Somebody so, called Consuela for Family Guy. All right, so <laughs> let me ask you this. Up. So, if LeBron does get swept tonight, does that affect your thoughts about him and his career? Well, first of all, just to answer that, I don't think LeBron's going to get swept. I think the Cavs are going to win. But if, but if they do, would that affect my thoughts about LeBron? No. I no, because you ran into a, you ran into a freight train. You still made it to seven NBA finals, and you have three NBA fi- NBA championships. So I know as much as people kill LeBron because of the social media world. At the I, end agree. Of the day, I agree. He's a top ten basketball player. He's a Hall of Famer. And in twenty years, we're going to be like, wow! You remember when LeBron went to straight seven straight titles? Because the same reason they kill LeBron makes no sense. Because Jerry West is the damn logo, and he went to like eleven and only and lost, won. And he lost eight of them. Yeah, he lost eight of them. So you know what I mean? So I don't think. And then they also try to demonize LeBron for getting swept twice, but. They can't do that, man. That's, my my favorite, the, the 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 best basketball play, player to me, my favorite was they have the right initials, but they have the wrong name. It's not Michael Jordan to me. It was Magic Johnson because what he was able to do, as far as the numbers, the way he was able to manage a team, the pace of a game. So, and him and Kareem both got swept twice, but I don't see nobody talking about that. Yep, and Kareem is one of the best players of all time as well. I, I would say he was the best, but I always put big men in a different category. Okay, but you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I agree with you on the Magic Johnson theory. You want to know why? It's because not only did you battle players on the court, but you battle HIV at the same time. Yeah, man. Magic <laughs> Magic did that, man. So so but, you, uh, you definitely the ultimate competitor. And it seems like you beat HIV because... You got you got big around the belly. And you fat. And you, hey, shout out to Magic for being a great businessman, too, man. Exactly. He's going to hopefully take your legs to the promised land. We shall rise again. No, you won't. But um, <laughs> not as long as the Warriors got the rain. You won't rise again. So, to me, the biggest question is, um, do you think they're going to get swept? As crazy as this sounds, yes, I do. Because I believe, even though that Golden State is playing with, you know, what people like to call house money, you know, they might come out there tonight and mail it in and say, fuck it, we want to turn up at Oracle, which I can see that being the case too. But uh, something about that 16-0, and 0, man, I think they're really going to be locked in, dialed in, and they're really going to want to go out there and put a stamp on this thing that you know, hey, we are one of the best teams in any particular given season. Line us up with whatever team you have in the past, and we like our chances. So I think Golden State, Comes out tonight, man, and probably is going to pop that champagne in Cleveland's locker room again. Now, here's the important question that I wanted to ask you. Let's take a look at the Warriors. Obviously, they built up um, through the draft mostly, with the exception of certain players like Iguodala, LeBron, uh, LeBron uh, Durant, you know, JaVale McGee. They, they did good in free agency, obviously. Here's my thing. Warriors won the championship two years ago. Now, mind you, it was with uh, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving being injured. I Correct. understand that. But at the end of the day, in 20 years, the only thing to go remember is Steph Curry got a ring. Correct. So they win the championship a few years ago, and they were a 66-win team, I believe, yep. that, that year. That year the very 66. next year, they go for 73 wins, and they lose the NBA Finals within four minutes. Then this year, if they be the first team to sweep 16-0, and 0, yeah. are yeah. they in the conversation for the greatest basketball teams ever? Yeah, you at least have to put them in the conversation when you look at everything that they have accomplished. I can't even sweep teams 16-0 in NBA 2K, and they doing this in real life. And they doing it in it real life. It don't make no sense. Um, and look at the players who they beat to get here. They beat an awesome backcourt and Lillard and what's his running partner's name? McCullum? Uh, CJ McCollum, yep. Then after that, they ran into, uh, was it the? Uh, the extension beater. The extension. That was the, the <laughs> what did they play? The, the extension the show beaters. You know what I mean? They ran into a fist. Nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, yeah, they played the Jazz. 
Right after that, they played the Spurs. Swept the Jazz. They swept the Jazz. They swept the Spurs, although I think with Kawhi Leonard, it would have been a different result. But, you know, whatever the case is, they still Different swept result? The Spurs. What do you mean? You mean? I don't think they would have swept them. Oh, they, so the result would have been the same, but it would have been more competitive. No, yeah, yeah. It would have been more competitive. So I think they probably would have won six or seven games with them. Kawhi, um, uh, Kawhi, you know, I'm sure he'll be a future MVP in this league. If he continues on the projection that he's on, he'll be a future Hall of Famer in this league. So you beat Pop. And, you know, popping the Spurs. And now here you are looking to gun down the greatest player of our generation. And you might gun him down twice. Exactly. So, ah, you know, so where does LeBron go from here? Is the window closed, LeBron? Is the uh, window no, closed absolutely not. No, no. LeBron's window is not closed. But that window is definitely shrinking. I'll give LeBron another, what does he have, three rings now? I'll give LeBron another two seasons of championship-level basketball, and then after that, it's about time to start riding off into the sunset. All right, you ready for my hot take? LeBron's not going to the finals anymore. Ooh, man. Say that again. I don't think people heard you. LeBron is not going to the finals anymore, and I'm going to tell you why. Please, please. The East is getting a lot better. I don't care about the Raptors. The Raptors are weak. What's getting better? The East. The Celtics are going to be able to sign a max player and get the number one pick in the draft. And on top of that, the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be a lot better. Jabari Parker back and hopefully remaining healthy with the way that Giannis Antetokounmpo has been playing. The Greek freak is. The Greek freak. In two, three years, he's going to be a real problem. So in addition to that, I'm sure they'll be able to get a few extra pieces to fit in with that team. And... I don't know what's going to happen with Paul George in a few years, but so that's why I'm confused. Is Paul because everybody keeps hollering in L.A., but I look at his contract and he's still on the contract. Yeah, he is. So no. where is he going? I have no idea what they do. <laughs> People, I don't understand people sometimes, man. But let me uh, attack uh, some of your points. So you say that um, Boston, uh, they have the number one pick, and they have cap space. Yes. So that means that is Isaiah Thomas still on the roster? No. I think they're going to trade Isaiah Thomas, and I think that would be the smart thing to do. Your best player on your team cannot be under six foot. Your best player on your team cannot be under, I would really say, six three, because once the finals roll around, it's not for little people. And just on top of that, like LeBron was feasting on Isaiah Thomas. He was oh, just he making was licking him. his chops every yeah, time. Yeah, he was killing him. So um, I don't. I think they are going to get rid of it because my thing is, you got the number one pick. You're not going to let one of those point guards fall away. You got a chance at um. You got a chance at Mark. Do they use the pick? Do they, do they pick faults? You trade the pick. Because if you get faults, faults he's not really enough to beat Lobby. You have to match up with Kyrie. Kyrie gonna cook you. No, but that's not it. It's the, it's the fact that they can get another player. So I think they're gonna trade Isaiah Thomas and get somebody maybe along the lines of Gordon Hayward. And that Gordon Hayward's gonna put him over the top of LeBron. Gordon Hayward. Depending on who they get for Isaiah Thomas and who they get in the draft, yes. I see LeBron in the finals for the next two seasons. And plus, it ain't even the Celtics that I'm too much concerned about. It's the actual Milwaukee Bucks. Like, the Milwaukee Bucks. But he need help, though. And I don't think Javari Parker sitting on the pine saw for, for the better half of two years is enough He's to enough. beat LeBron, Love, and Kyrie. Now, the bigger question is, what moves can the Cavs make to prevent what you're talking about from happening? I don't think they can, man. You got too much money invested in this team. You got too much money invested in Tristan Thompson. You got too much money Those were invested. stupid. Those were stupid, stupid deals. Yeah, so there's no way you're going to be able to get the players that can you, you want to get. Can you, can you trade Love and get pretty nice pieces? I would trade Love, and I would get – I think you can. You can get good pieces, but depending on who you trade him to. But I just – Let me ask you this. Looking back at it, right, I was critical of the Cavaliers when they – Traded away Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love because they could have got Kevin Love the next season in free agency. I was too. Looking back on that move, given the fact of how they are getting their ass torched on defense, <laughs> would it not be, be better for them to have kept Wiggins, groomed him along with Kyrie and LeBron, and now you may have that lockdown defender who might be able to help you say, hey, you go get that guy and we'll take care of the rest. I No, I agree 100% because – Wiggins is a great defender. That's the point. But now, but now his offensive game is starting to come along, too. Yeah, it is. So he's a great defender. That ugly-ass shot, though. And my, my thing with Wiggins is kind of my thing with when they got rid of him, what I didn't like was you had the opportunity to get another player who played somewhat similar to Dwayne Wade's style. And right. Obviously, it worked in Miami. 
Yeah. yeah. So, and just like you said, you could have got Kevin Love in free agency because they were not going to be competitive. No. So it would have changed everything. I just think here's that's one of the reasons why I think the Cavs are done, man. You don't have cap space to do anything unless yeah, you they're thirty million move. over. They paid thirty million in luxury tax this year. Right. They they put it all on the table to win. Now they won. Now so now it's going to start just trickling. Now down. it's the trickle down effect because they don't have a first round pick till twenty twenty one, bro. Yeah, you're not. So you're not getting players in the draft. And to me, it was a stupid move that they let go of DeAndre Liggins in the middle of the season as well. So I don't. I don't know. And they basically, who, they picked up Darren Williams? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got rid of a good defender to pick up a player who has not been good. A for guy like, who's played over 30 minutes in these finals and has zero points. Zero points. So you figured a player who went to his finals his first time, who used to be a multiple all-star, would actually put up With Utah, buckets. yeah, he was nice. So, yeah, man. So I just, I think the Cavs win those closing, man. I think LeBron is made it to his I, last finals. I have, I have even better question. What's it's, that? It's not a hot take, but it's definitely... Something that people are talking about. Does LeBron bounce out of Cleveland after next season? If they go ahead, win, lose, or draw, let's say the Cavaliers somehow pull off a miracle and they lose four, they lose game seven with, you know, Kevin Durant splashing the three from half court, whatever, you know, next year. Would LeBron, could you see him removing the Cleveland jersey again? No. We're can't. talking about championships now. LeBron, I can't. The sole reason why he came back to Cleveland was to do what? To win the championship. And he did but that. So what I, you, the reason you, I can't is because of the critic. I think LeBron cares a lot about his image and the criticism he's going to get if I, he leaves again. I don't think he would get. I don't. I believe there would be some backlash. Son, they would kill him. How they I would, brought you a ship. They would murder LeBron. I don't think so. They would murder LeBron. I left you, bum. I left the mistake by the lake. Came but where's back. he going? Where's he going if that happens? Um, and it, don't say Lakers because you know. You know, LeBron ain't going to LA. Why I'm would LeBron? Always, I'm, I'm always gonna say I'm always gonna say LA, even though we know he's not going. Anywhere I don't think it's near anywhere the in the West. He's not exactly. going anywhere in the yeah. West. But I could see LeBron um, potentially uh, linking up. Um, I just can't, I couldn't see him leaving, but what I could see Mello is I could see Mello coming aboard. Yes, because I could see them trying to trade out K Love for Mello. And maybe you, I don't know, whatever, maybe some trash ass players, because they want Melo gone bad. Yep. And K Love, I feel, is underappreciated in Cleveland. And I think for LeBron to really have a chance at another ship, he needs another assassin who can go get his own buckets. But the problem with that is Melo is a huge, 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 huge defensive liability. Who do you guard? Yeah. That's a. You can't guard Steph. He's going to cook you. KD, definitely going to cook you. Clay, going to murder you. He guard Draymond, but Draymond's still going to get him. Because that's the thing. How do you beat these Warriors? Because you can't outscore them. It's impossible. Like game three, like I, like we were talking about before, I knew I knew that the Cavs were in trouble when their two when the Cavs could not pull away with their two best players on the bench for the first half of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I would say. Here's what I would say about about what they need to do. I think you're right. Defense needs to happen. The biggest. The biggest hole they've always had has always been the shooting guard. Like, J.R. Smith should not be your starting shooting guard. I agree. Neither should Iman Shumpert. Like, I they're agree. good role players, but they're not starting material. So, to me, I mean, I don't know which direction they want to go, but maybe next year, just kind of like you said, Trey K. Love, get some good pieces, but maybe sign somebody like Tony Allen who's going to be a free agent next year. Tony Allen. Playing D. Yeah, when he's healthy, is the best defender in the league. Is Kyrie really a one? No. He's a two. Yeah. So, what they really need is a one. But I don't think they're going to have enough money to get a decent one. You know what I mean? Like, Because the people who are going to be free agents next year, they're not going to be able to make a move on Chris Paul because they're already maxed out unless they trade. Nobody can no, Nobody is getting Chris Paul. Why you He's not that? leaving 30-plus million dollars on the table. You're just not doing it. Are you sure? You got a family. You got a wife. You're not doing it, bro. For a championship ring, you're not doing it. At his age? You're not doing you know, it. He's you're doing not it? doing it. 30, 30 million? I'm sure Le- uh, Durant left a lot more on the table, and nah. he went to go Warriors to get nah, a shit. Nah, Durant also got a Nike deal. He good. He Gucci. Chris Paul got State Farm and all types of other endorsements. Nah, he ain't leaving thirty million. On the- How you gonna look your wifey in the face? Thirty million. You went to the Spurs and you still lost. Thirty million. <laughs> B. Nah, he ain't going nowhere. Money talks, bullshit walks a thousand miles. So let me ask you this, and I'm just throwing stuff out there. We're just trying to fix the Cavs' woes. Now it'd be funny shit if we're talking on this shit and they come back for the first time zero down three. I'm glad you said that. So how about I don't think it's going to happen. But if it did happen, does that now? What does that say about 
does it say more for LeBron or does that speak more about the Warriors if they were to blow a, a 3-0 lead? That would speak more about the Warriors because of the team they have, the talent I agree. they have. Because you can't have Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and all these players and then lose a 3-0 lead the first time in NBA history. So last year was the first time the team came back 3-1 in the you finals. You on the wrong side of history twice, two yeah, consecutive years. But that was in the finals. So people have come back from 3-1 before in the regular playoffs. Yep. Nobody in the NBA has ever came back 3-0. Nope. So if they lose that, oh, that says more. But that does jump LeBron's legacy to the moon. I would Where think does it would, put it? You would have to have that. You would have to say MJ, Kobe, LeBron. Yeah. You would have to have that order at that point because you can't. You're basically facing an all-star team. <laughs> you win. The monsters were. The monsters. And and to me, they they do this is what I don't understand about people. I understand that Kyrie Evan and Kevin Love are good. Yep. They're good players. They're great players. Absolutely. But they're expendable. Yes. Because Kevin Love could not win by himself. In Minnesota, Kyrie cannot win by himself. Kyrie does not make anybody better. Kyrie Ky- makes they, himself they better. They had the worst record in the league. When they Kyrie had the worst record. Exactly. They had the worst record in the league. LeBron makes teams better everywhere he goes. LeBron could go. I dead ass believe LeBron could go to any team in the NBA. East, West, don't matter. And if he went out there, that team is not only an instant title contender, but they are now the favorite outside of Golden State to make it to the finals. LeBron going to the Brooklyn Nets. They're going to be in the finals. I will, I will put my money on them being in the finals. That's how I know when they say who's the greatest player on the planet. There's your answer. So you were talking about money money talks, bullshit walks. And that's one of the reasons I don't think LeBron's going to leave. Oh, yeah. The money bags is definitely on they're the gonna table. Ke- they're going to do everything they can to keep him in Cleveland. Cause that's, I'm, but I just, hate, I just hate this idea now that Kevin Durant is the best player on the planet because, you know, he's balling on the best team. So now we're basically saying the best player in the world, we have to use the MVP criteria, the best player on the best team. Well, I'm going to sit here and say that I always thought Durant was always the best, second best player in the league behind LeBron. Uh, he was always top five to me. He was never in that top three. I always thought, especially a few years ago, I thought he was the second best until Curry started emerging and playing ridiculous. Bro, just. You know what I mean? So I still can't believe some of the shit he does, bro. Yeah, he's all. When this dude pulls up from the hash mark, bro, that's like 42 feet out. I, okay, I want to be clear for everybody that I know ESPN loves the shit that Steph Curry does, but as a Warriors fan, it drives me crazy until that shot goes in. Like, why are you? No, it up? doesn't stop it. It man. does. No, it doesn't. Last man. game, especially when he pulled up. You know what? You guys as Warriors fan, goddamn Dub Nation, I'm gonna talk to you real quick. <laughs> you guys have watched Clay and Steph for you know what? Had better half of four, five, or six years. How long has it been now? It's been, it's been five, a long six time. Years? It's been a long time. But he y'all wasn't doing know, shit like that till recently. Y'all know when that ball leaves their hands, pretty much if it's just like he know if it's going in. But Yo ass be saying, Steph, that's a break. Hey, I'm going to tell, tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. This is where, the way I look at it as. Do you you're, you're, when more they play, shocked, you're more shocked to see him miss. Do you remember when they played the Thunder yes. that one year? Was it two years ago? Steph and Curry pulled up from almost half court. Half court. court. <laughs> With like seven seconds left. You don't think I was pissed even when it went in? I'm like, why are you shooting from half court? You don't think I was like... It's one of those, no, 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 yes, exactly. yes, yes. And then at the end of the game, I'm still like, that was a bullshit shot. That's I, the type of shot you shoot in 2K when you're down and don't have enough timeouts. That's what yo, you do. Yo, bro, but you know what's crazy is that those dudes say, you know, don't they say don't ever practice shots you, you want to take in a game, and those motherfuckers practice those shots. Like yeah, you know, he practices shooting from the tunnel every game. Bro, like, people don't really understand this guy's step. That's why, like, KD coming to the Warriors kind of overshadows his greatness because Steph will sit there and cook your ass and then pull up from three, four feet behind the line. And that's just normal range. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, KD, join, KD joining, I'm not with the whole top two player, but the thing is, it's just like I told you and just like I told everybody else. The one player that LeBron can never guard has always been Durant. I don't know, man. And it's because be, of length. Durant's that, always cooking LeBron. That too. But I just LeBron just don't, and, and people don't understand it unless you play organized sports. He just doesn't have the dog in him. It, it, it is what it is. Michael had that dog in him. There's no. I'm, I want this guy. LeBron shies away from those pressure moments. He didn't want to D up KD. That's why I'm like, dude, you need to go get that guy. Last two minutes of every quarter, go get that guy. And then letting him step into the jumper. Man, you, 
man, come on, Mark Jackson. You know, you know, you know how it goes. Hand down, man <laughs> down. So yeah, so he yeah, just like Mama, I said, there goes that man. <laughs> he can't poor Mark Jackson. He can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yo, y'all gotta stop doing Mark Jackson stop like that. Stop having this man cover the goddamn Yo, Warriors games. And this get this man a cover- goddamn job. This guy has been covering the Warriors games ever since the Warriors. Ever since he left. Him, him and Steve Kerr just changed jobs. Yeah, so And um, then they gave the man an honorary ring. What kind of fucking shit was that? <laughs> I would I would I would have been so disrespected. Yeah, a consolidation ring. God damn. So I just feel like see, I okay, I would tend to have to agree with you then. Because even when LeBron was in his prime and was a you know, one of the top defenders. It felt like Durant always cooked him too, but it made no sense because somebody along the lines of Tony Allen would hold Durant to like 30% shooting. It don't so make no Durant sense. will get like 30 points, but he'll have like 30% shooting. It don't make no sense, man. It don't make no sense. Let me ask you this. How many championships do you think this Warriors team is capable of running off? If they keep Durant? Keep the team intact. Everybody comes back. As far as the starting five is concerned. Yeah. Then I would say probably two more. Depending on if they keep everybody, because like I said, after this year, uh, we're already, we're already giving them this year. Uh, this year's already in the bag. Is Clay Thompson gone? I think that's what you're going to see. I think if they get one or two more, Clay's going to say, "Hey, I have my hardware. Let me show you guys how I can put up these numbers." I'm still iffy about Durant staying with Golden State. I know he said he, he would. He's he's out. I think here's what I think is going to happen: if they win, he has a, a player uh, um, player option this year, right. so he can decide whether or not he wants to stay. And re up for another year or decline. I think he's going to decline his player option, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to go to the Wizards if they win the ship. If they win the ship, because there's nothing to lose at that point. I got my I got my ship. I got Let my me go hardware. play for my hometown. Let me go play for my hometown. I think that's what's going to end up happening. Him and, and John Wall. Now, now, oh, now you're on to something. Okay, now let's now let's be real. John Wall, John Brad Wall, Bill, and, and KD. Durant. That would be. That, now that's the problem. That would be probably. The end of the Cleveland. That would definitely be that. You know what? LeBron might say, fuck it. I'm going to Washington too. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. I need it. Yo, I don't know which community But you know what, bro? This. But you know what? A lot of people aren't really giving that idea much thought, man. But I, I agree with you 100%. And I was telling one of my guy, one of my guy friends um, earlier today, I was like, bro, I could dead ass see KD getting this ring. And now he's, you know, he validated why he went there. And I see y'all boys around. Do you see any scenario where he can go back to OKC? Back to OKC? Westbrook, I can't see it, right? I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see it. And it's just because Westbrook gonna open you, like welcome you back with open arms. Like, yeah, yeah, there's too much going on there. But too much animosity. But to be honest, I really, I've said this years ago. I felt like OKC was better without Durant than they were without Westbrook. And it's just because I feel like Westbrook. Even though people say, "Can you win with Westbrook?" Can can they win? Yeah. Who gonna go there? Somebody gotta come play with them. They would have to have somebody else. Now maybe not an all star, but somebody who's good enough. No, you would need another all star. You're in the West, bro. I mean that's true, but it depends on who you get. Because for me, if you get somebody like let's say uh, the way Eric Gordon's been shooting, and you get somebody like Eric Gordon and the shooting guard, you may not need an all star because you got somebody who's consistently going to be get open shots because you're always gotcha. going to be open. So. I, I do think they can win. They probably end up getting an all-star, but just like you said, man, like there's too much going on between them. Um, I've always said that Westbrook was better, makes his teammates better. Even though people say he doesn't pass, he averaged a triple-double. Shut up. And that team was trash. <laughs> it was trash. That team was straight garbage. And he got them to the playoffs, and he averaged a triple-double and beat Houston for a few games if you don't get out of here with this bullshit. So so let me ask you this. If if, if, the, if we do get the brooms out tonight, we're doing some, uh, some summer cleaning of the Cavaliers. <laughs> uh, who's MVP? Durant has to be. Why? Why does he have to be the MVP? He's averaging like thirty points a game. But why do we? I feel the only reason he's getting off like that is because all the attention that Clay's getting. That Clay, uh, Chef Curry. Because I, I don't want to hear somebody has to get the MVP. Because I'm, I, I've really, I dead ass feel that the MVP does not have to go to the player of the winning team. No, I agree. I think LeBron should have been the MVP two years ago. Two years ago, right? Yeah, like 40-some points, 10 average rebounds. fort, bro. Like, yeah. dude, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I just find it funny, man. I, I just find and it, it has happened before. It has. Jerry West. Yeah, it has happened before. I, the thing with me, man, I'm just a little, uh, I'm just, I feel a little underwhelmed and I feel a little robbed of this year, during this year's NBA season and finals. Why is that? NBA season, I, I did not, I think I might have watched 
the Cavs and the Warriors Christmas game. I think that might have been the only game I watched all the way through this year. Um, my Lakers were abysmal. I couldn't, I couldn't stomach that. Um, but do you feel that this is a good thing for the league, these super teams? Yes, because it's the people watching. <laughs> people like villainy, bro. That's the whole reason. I, I do think people like villains because some of the best years of basketball that we had were the Heatles. Exactly. So I, I think people do like villains. It brings more. I'm always a villain guy. I always love when the superhero dies. My, th- <laughs> my thing is they just have to have more. They got to figure the salary cap out, man. There's what no salary reason- cap? They should have blown the shit up. Yeah, there's no reason that the a team like the Lakers or the Knicks should have so much more money than the Jazz or something like that. Because if you have the certain teams, you can put together at least a team that's competitive enough. Like, there's no other big market teams. Like, maybe Miami Heat, but they're still in a well, rebuilding process. Well, I mean, process. but they show you, but OKC showed you that you don't need to be in a big market to win. That's true, but then you have to have an owner that's willing to spend a lot of money. That's true. Which OKC has that owner because they care much about their image. But trust me, there's teams out there. I'm sure MJ don't give a fuck if the Charlotte Bobcats. James Dolan, ain't spend, James Dolan ain't spending no money. Yeah, they're they out there collecting the check, man. They don't they're, care. They're out there collecting the check. I'm not sure if the NBA has what the NFL has, which is revenue sharing, but... um. I agree with you, man. These salary caps are, you got to do something about it. Because uh, like I say, man, the Cavs are 30, 30 million over the cap. Yeah. What the heck? They can't make no moves. Like you would literally have to try to get people to come play for you for free. I really think what's going to end up happening is they're going to end up trading people. I think they're going to end up trading. I honestly think they're going to, they have Love to make gone. a choice between Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. The more logical choice is Tristan Thompson, but the more money you're, they're probably you're going to get a deal was going to be Kevin Love to get somebody good back. I think you might see both of the boys going. I mean, you could. That that is the case. But the too. one person I do believe is safe is Kyrie because you have to plan for life after LeBron. Yeah, I would I would agree so. Because you can't look around two two years from now when it's no LeBron, no Kyrie, no K Love. What the hell do you have? Oh, you're back now, in the lottery. Now let's talk about the most important thing. Let's do it. All right, so we got the NBA finals going on. We don't know what's going to end up happening yes next year, but can we both agree that the recipe to success is a team? paying the Kardashians money to date the other team's players. Absolutely. The curse is fucking real, bro. The Kardashian curse is real. They got Rashad McCants out of the league. If I'm, if, if I'm LeBron James, I'm telling him, ban our Kardashians from the arena, from the state, from the airport. We just leave their ass in L.A. Reggie Bush was the man, and then look Chris what happened. Chris Humphreys. And look at the, the one of the top five producers, in my opinion. Look what they have reduced him to. Yes. And Kanye is the only person that's actually somewhat holding on, but he's, no, he's not. fucking he, crazy. He, he, he's, he's gone, bro. Talent-wise. 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 He needs to just get a divorce tomorrow. <laughs> so he's still making money. It's just Tristan Thompson, man. You can't – Steph Curry cannot have 13 rebounds against the, the Exactly. When the you reason, got two of the best rebounders on your team. The reason why the Cavaliers were able to win last year was because of pace and tempo. I guess this year Ty Lue just threw all that logic out the window because I'm seeing these guys trying to get into a shooting match yep. with the greatest probably these these Warriors probably have the greatest collection of shooters ever. I agree. Between Clay, Steph, KD, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is. That's probably they probably have three of the top five shooters in the league right now on your team. I agree. So they're never out of a game for you to be for the Cavaliers to win tonight. I need to see the Cavs. They need to be up by like 12 points going into the fourth. If and they, even if that that's that the case, but at least that way you have a chance. But being up by six points, that's nothing. That's too bad. Because the problem is the problem is with the Warriors. And I'm sure you've seen this uh, before is that when you got a team, maybe you're the war. There's been times where the Warriors are down like 18 points going into fourth quarter. And, that's and then nothing. like in a minute, they're down like six. Bro, because they, they ha- shooting. It doesn't make any sense. You'll have Clay Thompson pull up for a three. Then Draymond will get a block. Transition three. Get Clay will get Steph will get a steal. Outlet to KD for a dunk and one. Now you were just up by 14. They just put up nine on your ass in a matter of 30 seconds. <laughs> exactly. So let's kind of close it down real quick uh with the NBA stuff. Um and probably in general. But let's just talk, let's just say it. Right now, so today's June 9th. I'm, um so the game is at 9 p.m. today. 9 p.m. Who's, who's going to win? Who's the winner? Do you think the Dubs hold up the trophy? Do you think the Cavs have another game in them? I think we're going to hear, we are the champions, <laughs> my friends. I got Golden State, man, wrapping this shit up. They about, to have a, they about to throw that parade, man, out there in Oakland. 
Okay, I'm gonna give you my num- my my take on it. I'm gonna give you my fan take because obviously I've been the Documentary Warriors fan for a long time. Let's hear it. So I'm hoping that they sweep, and I'm I'm gonna be rooting for a sweep. But in my head, I just don't think they're gonna sweep. Do the Cavs win big? I don't think the Cavs win big. Then they lost. I don't think I don't think they win big. But I just don't. So you think it's a scrappy win? I think it's a scrappy win. Ooh man, I think it's a scrappy win because the thing is. There, I think LeBron's finally going to get it in his head that if you're in a close game, you need to actually drive to the hoop. And that's the difference in a close game because if you live by the tree, you're going to die. That by the was tree. the difference, the last possession that they had prior to him getting ripped by Iguodala. You drove to the basket. You're in the heart of the paint. I understand. That's a pass you make when you're in high school. Mm-hmm. That's a pass you make at the summer league at the YMCA. Exactly. Not y'all down 2 0 at home and you trying to close it out. He didn't even take – I think he. I think that was his first shot attempt for two minutes before that because he just kept looking at Kyrie. Yeah, and, and you're going to sit there and just like you said, how are you going to get stripped? Come on, man. On the final play, though. Come on, man. How are you going to get stripped? Like, come on, man. Oh, shit. So, I think – I hope for a sweep. I'm leaning towards them winning in five games, maybe six, if the Cavs really want to take it there. Nah, now I will say this before we close it out. If the Warriors fuck around and let the Cavaliers feel like they back in this series, and I mean the Cavs win tonight, go back to Oakland and figure out a way to steal another one, I'll say this right now. If the Cavs get two wins, they will do what we haven't seen before. Well, I'm going to tell you I'm gonna tell you if why. If we're back in Cleveland for game six, we will be going back to Oakland for a game seven. I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's going to happen, though. Is yeah, because they're going to get swept tonight. I mean, not not just that, but it's different when it hasn't happened to you before. But the Warriors blew a big lead last year. I so agree. that's going to be in their head. And then right. Durant really wants a title. So that's right. going to be in his head. I, and you're you're going to have way too points. much passion. And what and what happens, and you're making all my points, you say they went through this last year. Yep. So you already have that in the front of your mind. You have KD who's trying to uh, solidify his space as one of the greats. Exactly. And that's why exactly all those points you made favor my point. Because now you're back in Oak, Oaktown. This is game six. All those points you just made, that equals now pressure. KD does not thrive well under pressure. I don't care what nobody's. That's why he had, that's why he's just now getting in this position. He choked away three fourth quarters last year. As long as everything's rolling fine for KD, he plays well. But once the, but once the intensity ratchets up, he tends to fold. So if we're back in OKC for game, if we're back in Cleveland for game six, look out for history. All right, we can leave it there. I think the Warriors are going for the, uh, you know, the XXX sensation. <laughs> they're going for the knockout punch today. They're no, going, man, that shit was They're going crazy. to leave them cold. And I can't wait to see those memes that are going to come out with Durant throwing knockout punch in, oh, in the, my God. the Photoshop. You know, it's, it's going to come out. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to, that's what it's going to end up being. So, uh, yeah, man, we just we just leave it off there. The game's coming on tonight, so a lot of this shit we're probably saying is going to be null and void, but we'll see what ends up happening. So, all right, man, you got anything else before we uh, get out of class here? I don't got nothing for nobody, man. Enjoy the game. Enjoy your weekend. The class fucking dismissed, man. Get out of here. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Actually, before we um, before we get out of here. Oh, something brief. Yeah, let's uh, something, something real brief. What do you feel like? What do you, And then we can make this real quick because we already been spending enough time. What do you feel about Remy Ma reigniting the beef and Nicki Minaj throwing shots back again? I love it. You love it? Anytime we're in hip-hop. Is it on wax? If it's not on wax, I'm not that big of a fan. Is it on wax? Uh, there's something else released. If it's on wax, I, I, lo- I love competitive hip-hop. I hate that. It was. It's on wax. Oh, yeah, then I love it. I got to hear it, and I love it. It's on wax. Um, I, I, love, I love when hip-hop is competitive. I'm a rapper, you're a rapper. I'm not saying I'm really trying to hurt you in these streets, but once we get in this booth, I'm going to tear your ass apart. I'm over it because it's like you guys should have done this sooner, man. Like I feel like all the you buzz feel like now they've been texting each other like, hey, let's 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 bring it back. Yeah, up. this shit's stupid, bro. Like if you really had a problem, you would just continue to throw shots and shots because Remy Ma set off a freestyle and went off for Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, and Nicki responded on wax again. But Nicki was more direct this time. Her bars actually mention. I actually got the bars right here. Oh, what you got? She mentioned, uh, you know, Papoose on the Eat the Record, but I broke a Read the Record. Say this is chess, not checkers. You can't, you cannot check the checker. The Nas even clear that Eat the Record. So, oh, Nikki must have broke that. Oh, she must have went and found Safari. <laughs> <laughs> you got Nas. You got Nas writing your records now, Nikki. <laughs> Yo, 
what Come if, on, man. She got Nas writing them records, man. What if? What if Nas is a part of this now? Papoose, shut your mouth. Oh, shit. Pap, Pap don't want that. He don't want those problems, man. I mean, Pap, Pap is nice, though, when it comes to the beef. Because you remember that, that this track he did against Fat Joe? It was like seven minutes long. Pap is one of the best. We, and, we, I wanna, and I actually want to do, I'm glad you said that. I actually want to do a list. We haven't done it. We haven't done a hip hop list in a while. I want to do a list of just straight bars. Not commercial success. Bars. Just bars. Bars. I'm into that. And I also want to do a list of um get a little smooth in here for the ladies, man. I want to get a list of R and B out here, bro. We can do that, man. We, we we can actually really put it to the people and uh have them come up with a couple of different lists that maybe we should cook up. But I definitely want to do the bars. I definitely think we should do something for the um for the female audience for sure. All right, man. There you have it. All right. Once again, class. Dismissed, man. Y'all get out of here. Fuck out. No extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> no reason for you no favors. <laughs>